Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Coffee listening to Mad Love. Happy Thursday. Um, I guess, you know, I was sitting here listening to uh, a podcast um, with Joe Dispenza. That's normally, I, I get prepared for my day with um, uh, information that'll help me with how I think. Because, you know, you can't just change overnight. Like I've been thinking a certain way for the better part of my my 50 years on earth. It is recently within the last decade that I started to uncover some of the bigger issues that were keeping me blocked from the things I believed in my spirit that I really really wanted, things that I believed that I was born to do and I just couldn't quite get there. And so, you know, you do that initial work But then when you really get down, like in the dirt, dig down deep and start seeing the roots and the causes of, you know, your pain and your blockages and, you know, all of that, it it, it takes a while. And for me, it took a long time because I didn't uh, go to a therapist Um, because I always felt like in the moment, I always felt like I'm good. (laughs) You know, I. I didn't completely understand it. And I felt righteousness uh, within my anger. I felt righteous about it. And that's not good because, you know, being angry or resentful. Um, and mostly I moved from anger into some seriously deep resentment. And it it hemmed me up. I mean, it was the thing that would always grab me by my collar and be like, you're right about this. You just you deserve better. You should be pissed. And I was deeply, deeply resentful for a long time about things I couldn't control. And the people I I was resentful towards, they couldn't control it at this point either. So it was just a waste of energy. I'm telling you, almost dying really changes your your perspective. (laughs) Because when when you have to really evaluate a situation uh, on the scale of, is this worth dying over? Uh, You will be surprised at how many things stop bothering you at uh, like immediately like it's not worth dying over okay I'm done and you're emotionally like just you know done with it and you're just moving on to the next thing um it also helped that I was in my 40s and I feel like that's the age where women I can't speak for men but women definitely you know you're still young uh but you know better you know what you want you know you've been to a lot of movies and you know exactly how they end and you're good with it. Um, you can call it. You know, people say, I can't call it. Well, you can call it. Certain things you can look at and be like, nailed it. Know exactly what's going to happen. Um, and so it's an exciting time, I think. The 40s for women are just amazing. I miss them already. I've only been gone a little bit of time, but they they were probably uh, some of the biggest growth years for me. Um, almost like when I graduated high school and went to college, like those were four hyper years of growth. Um, for me, the forties were 10 hyper years of growth. I entered the decade, one person and exited a grown ass woman, you know? So, and it was all internal cause I don't have a husband and kids or I'm, I'm not learning who I am against the mirror of my family. I learned who I was just by being out in the woods, chopping down trees and surviving. <laughs> That's what it felt like. 
<laughs> um, and certainly last year, oh my goodness, whenever I can uh, sit down and tell you the story about that, you're going to really, really be entertained. Uh, uh, I was entertained and it was, you know, basically the Hunger Games for me. But anyway, the I don't even know where I was going with it. I was listening to Joe Dispenza. That's what I listen to to nourish me. And then I decide, oh, what am I going to tell anybody who stumbles upon this podcast today? And what is a word they need to hear? And I think for me, the biggest uh, issue, I'm always pushing you guys to follow your dreams. And, and I know a lot of people don't even get that far in the dialogue. They're like, I'm not even close to having a dream for myself. I've got kids. I've got a husband. I've got a wife. I got a mortgage. I have all these responsibilities. I don't got time for dreams. I don't got time for that. But in reality, you do. Because your kids won't, your kids won't be kids for as long as you'll probably be alive. There's a good chunk of your life that they're going to be grown and on their own doing their own thing. And a lot of that time will probably, that's only what, 20 years, 20, 25 years of your life, maybe. And that's if you got a, a slow, a slow one who isn't quite ready to leave the nest, you know. Um, but a lot of kids these days, they, they they may be young minded, but they get out there. They get out there and they want to see the world and see what's out what's out there for them and what they were born to do. And even if they're under your care, they're still going to be adults and you're going to still be like, OK, now what am I going to do? I can think of somebody right now that I have no idea what that person is going to do when their child goes off to school. Like they're just not. I've seen this before. You know, I've seen uh, women, especially who are just obsessed with their kids, like their whole conversation is about their kids. That's all they know to talk about. I think they feel like that's the most interesting thing they've ever done. And that's beautiful. That's great. Except they're not going to stay kids. What are you going to do? You know, so you have to not become codependent on being someone's parent. Uh, and you can't become codependent on being someone's spouse. Um, you've got to continue to live your own life. And I think it's it's important as women that we have a vision for our future as well. You know, we're so busy taking care of everybody and patching everybody up and sending them back out in the world. We forget that, you know, hey, that's that's nice and that's a good thing to do. But, you know, I need things that fulfill me and lift me up and keep my spirits high as well. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think there's just sort of a low key, subtle messaging in the world that, you know, a woman somewhere is going to take care of everybody. And I'm I'm probably one of the most nurturing people I know. I got time to listen to you. I got time to help you. And I'm, I'm not good with helping people who can't help themselves. And I'm not talking about people who are sick and incapable. I'm talking about when you aren't trying. I'm not good with that. I'm not your girl for that. Good luck. But if I see you making an effort and you just need some help, I'm there. I will help the shit out of you. <laughs> but, you know, also, I just feel like subtly don't just assume because I was born female that I can just drop everything and and help you. Don't just assume that that's going to be something I'm going to want to do um, or I have to do. Um I found that in extended family, not so much in, in, you know, 
this situation that I found myself in with my mom, I just didn't, you know, I just didn't see any other way. My father would have had a major issue with me if I had just not taken care of my mom. Yeah, yes, they were divorced. Yes, he was really sick. Yes, he has passed away, but he made it very clear to me, like, you know, look out for your mom, like always. Even when they were divorcing, that was a message from him, like, you know, listen, she's your mother. You only get one mother and father. You look out for her. And so here I am looking out for her. And I don't, I hear people tell stories about how their parents live alone and uh, their moms are older and alone. And I'm like, how do you do that? Because I could not do that. I would not rest well. Um, But I guess that's how I was raised. (laughs) Literally, my dad was pretty intense about, you know, I had to look out for my mom. And I think he'd be proud because I've looked out for her very, very well. She's in great health. I got the doctor's visits to prove it. And, um, you know, we're just chugging along over here. So anyway, the message is, uh, this applies to men and women, but especially to women. Don't forget to, to, to have a life. Don't forget that you were put here to have dreams and goals and hopes too. And all of it can't just be you know, in your husband and kids, um, with a 50% success rate in marriage, uh, chances you might not always have a husband is my point. And I'm looking at the statistics now and I'm wondering who, who are these young people even going to marry? I mean, statistically, uh, it's good. Everybody's not going to find somebody. (laughs) Sorry. Um, you know, male, female. Now, I don't know. Seems like if women decide to start dating other women, they might be all right. They might find somebody. Um, And I don't know. I think sociologically, I'm not trying to go down a rabbit hole, but sociologically, I look at things and like the numbers uh, in, in say, just the black community, uh, say, just where I am. When I look at the crime stats and the age of people that are being murdered, it's just curious to see who young black females are supposed to grow up and marry if they want to stay within their race. So that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But at the end of the day, my message is still have your own life. Uh, You deserve to have your own dreams and goals. And there's nothing wrong with being everything to your family. But also don't forget, you need to be everything to yourself too. Don't forget to turn around and look in the mirror and be like, hey, what do I want for myself? What do I want to accomplish that's, you know, for me, just for me? And I found that once you get my age, a lot of women are starting their own businesses. I mean, I can't tell you the number of people I know right now that are starting into their second and third year of a, of a brand new business that they never even really saw for themselves. You know, writing books, starting a business. A, a, brewery, um, their own microbrewery. Um, I run my own content company. Um, people right now, business plans to, to start their own, uh, little side hustle business. You know, I know so many people like that and it's exciting. I really, really think it's exciting. And, um, yeah, you should have that for yourself too, because life is short, but it's also long. (laughs) 
you could be here a long time. So make sure you look out for yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, every kind of way that matters. Because, you know, we could be here a while. Might as well have fun while you're here, right? That's the point. <laughs>